Welcome to Wisdom at the Crossroads. I'm your host, Amanda Onchalenko, and I'm excited to invite you into my studio practice remotely. Together, let's pause the rhythm of the day as we dive into the backstories of an artistic life, my life, exploring lessons learned through creativity and inspiration. So get yourself a beverage and let's settle in for a short while as we reflect on how some of my favourite paintings have evolved and what wisdom I have found at the crossroads where action and presence meet. I have been spending more time at home lately. I'm feeling the need to clear some things out and to change things up. It might be the new season bringing with it a need to adjust and refresh the space around me. I wonder, when you are home, what is it that makes you feel at home? If you were to move, what would travel with you from your current space that would help you to feel comfort within the discomfort of transition? A good friend and also a client of mine moved recently and I offered to help her settle in by hanging a couple of key pieces of her artwork. They are iconic images within her home, you know, the pieces that have become the backdrop of an adult life. They are paintings that she loves and has lived with for some time, so their presence instantly helped to define her new space as her own. And isn't that our goal? To curate the things we love within our personal environments to make a house a home and a space we can be at ease within. To create a space that is our sanctuary, a place where we can take a pause and one we can call our own. Today on the podcast, I'd like to introduce you to a painting, or rather a series of paintings. The triptych is called Breathing Space, and the components are Inhale, Exhale, and Relax, respectively. The aptly named Breathing Space both grounds and defines our living space at the cottage. The story of how it came to reside there is a bit of a convoluted one that involves two galleries, a couple of flights, and a considerable passage of time. This piece has shared many lessons with me. When it was painted in 2006, our family had neither cottage nor any plans to invest in one, but in life, as in art, there is always room for an evolving journey. Change, though, really is our only constant. At the time I painted this trio, I must have been on some kind of a mission to be self-sufficient and frugal in my little business, because somehow I decided it would be a good idea for me personally to build my own stretcher frames. In art school, I remember I had the most impressive canvas stretchers ever. They were handmade by my dad, who was a master builder. He sought the strongest and the lightest timber, mitered the corners perfectly, and added cross-bracing for added strength and support. As a bonus, I have always enjoyed the process, and so the process of stretching the raw canvas was appealing. I may have inherited my dad's analytical mind, But really, I don't know what I was thinking when I decided building my own stretches was to be my next do-it-yourself project. It's not like I had studio time to spare. Maybe the art supply chain was suffering for some shortages at the time, or maybe I had one too many canvases warp after painting. I can't quite remember the rationale, but I did it. I had possibly spent too much time distracting myself in the aisles of the hardware store, where my young kids could be entertained in the cart while we measured and imagined on one of our little creative adventures. However it happened, I determined to build a trio of stretcher panels that I would then attach a panel of plywood to the surface to paint on. Home Depot did not offer mitered cuts, so everything was straight-edged and hammered not too expertly together. Without clamps or a table to appropriately brace and glue the painting surface to the supportive understructure, 
I took out my handy drill and slammed those panels together in quick time, making sure to add a generous splash of wood glue between the bracing and the painting panel for good measure. In another life, you might compare and contrast my efforts and my dad's handiwork as the difference between an orthopaedic and a plastic surgeon. Of course, I screwed the panels from the top surface instead of discreetly from the bottom, so I then had to figure out a way to make this oversight appear intentional. My resourceful plan evolved and I set myself up to disguise the screw heads by burying them in gesso and applying some of my contraband dried gum leaves over the top to add some surface interest. And indeed they did. As I painted them, my perfectionist self felt a little uneasy, but I persisted. If we are taking away some studio lessons here, we could begin with the following gems. Firstly, know your skill set. Ask for help and invest in the materials. There are more lessons I learnt from this trio, but I won't overwhelm you before we get to know the actual paintings at least a little bit. Breathing Space is a triptych one of my very good friends declared recently while taking in the trio from across the living room at the cottage as her absolute favourite of my poppy series. I appreciated her compliment. We go way back and she has seen the colour stories of my work evolve and grow over many chapters. The poppy has been a perennial favourite of mine from the earliest days of studio practice. They are my bread and butter, the equivalent in my business to the mugs and small bowls of a potter's practice something that the person is known for. Anyway, this trio welcomes guests into the main living space and together they help to establish a carefree and casual vibe which is just what our space is about. My work benefits from being able to be viewed from a distance as well as being able to be explored up close. So a large open room is a comfortable spot for them to reside. Looking back at these paintings, I feel I was just getting into my stride as a painter, developing confidence and feeling free to be myself in my work. The imagery was beginning to flow. I have been asked in the past why the poppy. Well, as a vehicle for colour, the poppy is happy to do the compositional heavy lifting. As a shape, the poppy, solo or in community, offers both diversity and uniformity, which I find appealing. I also love their personified personalities that can add another narrative thread for myself, as I'm painting them, and the viewer, to pick up on in the experience of the painting later. The poppy also grows on every continent. It has a cultural or symbolic connection to so many cultures. For me, they are fragile and delicate, yet they are also strong and resilient, and I like that. After art school, I travelled to Europe to experience the art history I had studied. On day one, during a roadhouse stop, we tumbled out of the tour bus where on the side of the gravel shoulder, I gathered a handful of miniature stray poppy blooms. Their playful faces and serious symbolism has stayed with me, along with those memories of that enlightening journey. The semi-abstracted landscape that is breathing space combines with a floral foreground that is more suggestive than naturalistic or representational. The composition describes a sense of a breeze across the three panels. If you are not from the prairies, you have got to know that without hills, the wind can get up to speed in all seasons pretty quickly here. That breezy sentiment is described by a sense of movement within the composition that leads the viewer into and through the image. The colour story uses a lot of my favourite colour friends, with an emphasis on sun-bleached limes and creamy lemons. Brushstrokes are confident and mostly made with a square-ended brush, and unlike some works, 
the horizon line rests in the boundary that defines the upper third of the composition. Instinctively in my work, I refer to the golden mean, or the simplified version, that is the rule of thirds in my work. I use these compositional devices regularly, but not rigidly. Being a little off can sometimes be the feature that enlivens the 2D surface. Structure is important to me, and that might be a good word to add in under Lesson 4. The addition of diagonal features, sometimes as simple as a trail of barely there marks flowing in a single direction, will be enough information for the eye to gather and read as part of a visual sentence. These three panels flowed together and were finished at about the same time as I received an invitation from a Toronto gallery to join their organisation. Messaging then was a little vague, but I accepted the invitation and packaged up the fresh work. I was definitely excited about the potential collaboration. The gallery loved the imagery, but they were concerned about the inclusions in the painting's surface. My resourceful screwhead, concealing eucalyptus leaves, became a liability, which resulted in the triptych being returned. This was disappointing, obviously, and a reminder to know my skill set and to direct my attention there. Carpentry was clearly not my forte, and my frugal choice turned out to be an expensive one. Once home, the journey of this trio continued to a local gallery who had sold several recent paintings of mine in the past. Though they did tend to favour individual compositions and might have been known to sell the centre panel of a triptych first, which was not ideal. If I had been wearing my business hat more often than my mother, driver, ringette volleyball, soccer and hockey supporter caps, I might have noticed the lack of movement on this group. By chance, quite some time later... I learned the trio had been trapped in a storage room and decided the cottage might be a better and more appropriate caretaker of this piece. My records being what they were, I was grateful I had inscribed the titles on the back of the stretches. Rediscovering the title seemed somehow appropriate at the time. Breathing space. Inhale. Exhale. Relax. Could a title be any more perfect for this trio and their new role? The universe may have invited them on a journey down a road less travelled, but the final destination was the right one, and we love them still, just as they are, screwheads, gumleys, and all. I have added some details of the cheeky personalities within the composition to the blog for this episode that you can find on my website under www.mandart.ca. Thanks for joining me in the backstory today. Canadian snowbirds are a species that migrate from the north seeking warmer winter weather in southern regions. Many find themselves in the desert, others by an ocean. Today I would like to take a migratory flight with you and embark on an inner journey together. With the help of our imagination, the creator of our dreams, the instigator of games and adventures, we would take this meditative adventure together, inspired by a recent morning I would like to share with you. I'm a morning swimmer and have been for more than 30 years. In the water is where my elemental self resides. On my most recent adventure to an outdoor pool in a southern climate, I padded across a lush carpet of soft, new, mossy green grass, damp with morning dew. I would like to start our imaginary journey here, where together we will create our own imagery to construct an environment and curate a little breathing space for ourselves. If you are driving while listening, please come back to the meditation when you can safely commit a few minutes to yourself. For now, find yourself somewhere comfortable 
to relax. Let's begin by breathing in that lush green colour of fresh new growth I found underfoot on my morning walk to the pool. You can think of your own version of green if you like. It might be a deep, rich Kelly green, red wine bottle green, or maybe translucent viridian. Could even be a springy gin and tonic lime. Whatever comes to mind that feels right for you, keep that colour in mind. With the version of green you have chosen, let's settle in as we relax and get comfortable in our space. Let's take a few cleansing breaths to ground ourselves in the moment. To acknowledge this time we will spend together is for ourselves and that we choose to allow ourselves this time to consciously connect. Focus on the idea of the colour green you have chosen. For me, it is a rich mossy green of semi-shaded new grass. It is lush and it is damp with the dew of an early morning that tickles my toes as I step gently upon it. Pause for a moment to imagine the soft freshness of this growth underfoot. How does it feel to you? Invite the colour of green you have decided upon into your heart centre with the breath. Allow your chest to expand, to rise with the inhale, and to fall with the exhale. The chest continues to rise and to fall with the continuous invitation to incorporate the colour green into our time together. Rising with the intake of breath and falling with the following exhale in the rhythm you choose and feel most comfortable with. Breathing in and breathing out. A short distance across this bed of grass is a lovely tree and we find ourselves drawn to a comfortable spot at its base. As we settle on this luscious lawn under the dappled morning shade of this budding wide tree, feel yourself leaning back and being supported by the tree's trunk. Breathe the colour of green into your heart centre. Feel your chest opening and relaxing as you breathe fully in and exhale fully out. We each establish our own pace, rhythmically breathing from our comfortable spot at the base of this tree. Let's lean back and look up. I see a clear and radiant blue sky that is introducing the beginning of a lovely new day. Focus on an open area of the sky you can view through the spreading branches above you. Breathe in the colour of the sky that you see. Your personal history might determine what kind of blue you see when you experience sky. Trust the choices you make as you imagine.
If we relax our gaze and allow our eyes to close, we might find an afterimage of yellow light imprinted on our closed eyelids. I invite you to remember the warmth of this light, the comfort you feel, and the feeling of ease that surrounds you as you physically settle in with yourself. Breathe in that yellow glow. Imagine your illuminated breath making its way to the solar plexus and softening the area between the breastbone and the belly button. With each breath cycle, the area of focus softens and becomes smoother, more fluid and less restricted. As we continue in this imaginary journey, recognize that afterimage of yellow light deepening to become a warm, clear orange, reminiscent of liquid honey or molten amber. The actual color is variable and at your discretion. What is important is that we invite this warming glow inside with the breath as we continue to breathe fully in and exhale fully out. Direct your focus to the warm glow of liquid amber, to the sacral chakra which exists in the area between the belly button and the pubic bone. Feel this area soften as you direct your focused breath there, continuing at your own rhythm. With eyes still relaxed and gently closed, feel the lower abdomen flood with this orange glow. Allow it to flow with ease as you continue to breathe comfortably at your own pace. As we continue to lean against the tree and rest on the lush lawn, let's invite the light within. Imagine now your feet planted on the ground. The earth is providing a stable and comfortable support for the physical body as we focus on our internal structures. We are grounded and connected to the earth. Yet we are also filling our system with the energy around us. The trunk of the tree that supports us, we notice, winds up into branches that span broadly above. When I first visited the desert, I found myself in Sedona, where I climbed red sandstone rocks and sought the energy vortexes I had read about. Trees growing with spiralled trunks were often indicators suggestive of a vortex nearby. Let's imagine the strength and exponential energy of the vortex we have found at the base of this tree, flowing from the earth, through our planted feet, and into our root chakra that supports us at the base of our spine. I imagine the rich red earth of the desert, where I first encountered an energy vortex, to be filling my root chakra with warm light and radiant red earthy energy. I invite the strength of this energy into my physical body. I invite you to imagine breathing that energy in as well.
as we continue to breathe in and out in our own rhythmic cycles. Feel the support this comfortable tree offers. Feel the strength of the red desert earth in the root chakra. The deep orange glow of deepening light smoothing any tension in our sacral center. And the softness of pale lemon light softening our solar plexus as we breathe in the after image, a contrast to the blue sky above. We allow this warm glow to soften and relax our reactive tendencies. Then turn our focus to the lush green colour of new grass that radiates at our heart space. Soothing. Calming. And inspiring. Breathing in rhythmic cycles, we take stock of where we are, accessing the vital energy of the earth, accepting ease and comfort into our personal structure. I hope you are feeling balanced and peaceful as you continue with the cycle of the breath. As we sit relaxed at the base of this spiralling tree, in the slow and gentle atmosphere of the morning, the thrum of tiny wings just beyond where we comfortably sit introduces us to the presence of a hummingbird. She has stopped by to evaluate the guest now sitting at the base of her nesting tree. The hummingbird's petite body hovers and hums and we are privileged to witness her luminosity at close range. Light blue iridescent flashes resonate from her body, a light on this peaceful and calm morning. Let's now invite that iridescence in on our breath. Breathing in and out, in rotation. And as you do, notice the throat chakra expanding with the story we will later share about this remarkable encounter. As you allow yourself to open to the potential of this morning journey, your confidence is growing, as is your ability to support your physical body with your thoughts. Casting your gaze now after the hummingbird as she scoots effortlessly up and away through the canopy of budding leaves, her departure leads your gaze to the deepening blue sky. Imagine this rich blue of the developing morning as it flows over you and expands your interior vision. Breathe in this lovely blue light. Allow this deepening blue to flood your brow and to expand your third eye that exists at the center of your forehead just above your own eyes. Imagine this flow of energy to be just like a mother's hand, caressing her new baby's forehead as the infant dozes quietly off to sleep. Inhale here. Rest here. Our quiet imaginary journey is coming to an end, but not before we seek the light of the stars that we can harness no matter 
the time of day or night. The breath, coupled with our imagination, allows us to invite the magic of starlight in through the crown chakra that opens softly at the top of our head at our non-verbal request. When I invite the light to grow with each peaceful and rhythmical breath cycle, I experience the light as mist that is easily drawn into my body through the crown chakra. From here, it effortlessly joins the peaceful flow of intention and acceptance that courses through the body with the breath. I know I am supported on my journey that began with this morning's first steps across damp new growth when I found myself comfortably seated, leaning against the twisted trunk of a local tree. I recall the early rays of the morning pale lemon light morphing through amber-like liquid honey, before my attention was rooted in the rich, deep red of desert soil. I recall the light blue iridescent flash of the hummingbird, whose presence made me smile, and led me to witness an opening sky, deepening in the sunshine, that was joined by the light of the stars above. Starlight that guides us, inspires us, becomes us. I want to take a final moment to thank you for taking time with me today as you start to bring movement back into your physical body and prepare to re-enter the routines and activities of your day. Please know I am grateful for your accompaniment and for the presence we attained together on this short, imaginary journey. Today's journey was inspired by my actual morning. On the day that I swam in that outdoor pool, as the day awakened, I was drawn to the twisted trunk of a tree I noticed as I crossed that lovely and soft new spring lawn. I wanted to pause there a while, but the water beckoned. On the return journey, I really did encounter a hummingbird in a magical interaction that unfolded similarly to the story I have shared above. She followed me across that lawn and paused to take stock of me at eye level, hovering, and then from behind and at my side as if we were old friends strolling and happy to have renewed our acquaintance. She was as curious about me as I was of her, and I definitely felt blessed. It was a lovely way to start my day and a reminder to take the opportunity to pause when we can. I hope you are able to create breathing space for yourself during this meditative practice wherever you are and however this day finds you. Breathe and be well. Until next time. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're able to find something that resonated for you as we journeyed through the backstories of art, life and inspiration together. Watch for new episodes to drop weekly on Tuesdays. I'll meet you there with your morning coffee or afternoon tea as we gather in my studio remotely. Unless, of course, you knock on my door or pop into my messages. Find me on Instagram at mandartcanada or on my website www.mandart.ca where you'll find show notes and images of the artworks we discuss on the podcast in the blog. Feel free to bring a friend or reach out with your questions or comments. I would love to hear from you. In the meantime, I will look forward to joining with you again as we seek wisdom at the crossroads where action and presence meet. Take care. Bye now.